Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. With you in the studio tonight, it's Ian, Matt, and Reed Coverdale. The news from international levels, we got China. They are back at the lockdowns, and actually they've been going on with the lockdowns for some period of time. Earlier this year, we covered in detail uh, the Chinese lockdowns. I'm not even remembering what the name of the the town was. It was one of the one of the big ones, and they had it was like 25 million person area of China, and they were locking down to an insane level for months at a time. But it it has not stopped because China has what's called the COVID zero policy. So unless there are zero cases of COVID, this whatever the given city is will go into a lockdown. And it's a it's a brutal lockdown with people being kept in their homes, not allowed to leave, uh, with you know very few exceptions. And this went on for months earlier this year, and different cities have been targeted with this. And so now, according to the Sun and the Sun dot com, uh, they're back at it here. China has plunged eight hundred thousand people in Wuhan back into lockdown as the communist nation continues its brutal COVID-0 policies. Beijing is taking a no-tolerance approach to the virus, which, of course, as we all know, is completely, I mean, almost totally safe. Uh, Yeah, you might get a little bit sick. You might get a lot sick, but the odds are you're going to survive this. In fact, even if you are over the age of 80 years old, the supermajority of those people survive covid the only people who tend to not survive covid are people who were basically on death's door anyway but yet china is still treating this thing like it is just the ultimate deadly virus and acting in a way that is actually putting i think more people in danger because of the lockdown policies is putting them in danger of losing their minds as we saw Many people jumping from their apartment windows after some number of days of the uh, the lockdowns. They just are going. We're going insane, and of course, we saw some of that here in the United States as well. And and we predicted that here on Free Talk Live. We predicted that more people than average would be committing suicide as a result of the the U.S. lockdowns, which weren't anywhere near as severe as what has happened in in China. But regardless, when you take human beings. And you separate them from other human beings. You don't let them go outside and get some fresh air and get some sunlight. I mean, these are like classic torture conditions. There have been, you know, jails, prison conditions where they take you away. They put you in the hole, as they call it, right? Like you're in prison. It's already a bad place to be. But if you're a bad boy or a girl, they will take you and put you in the worst place in the prison. Chinese President Xi Jinping, who has this week made emperor for life, is using what has been dubbed as the world's strictest lockdown to control his citizens. Wuhan has now joined 27 other cities under varying levels of lockdown rules, with nearly 210 million people impacted by the restrictions. The city was the site of the world's first COVID outbreak, sounding the alarm to the World Health Organization. Well, at least it was the first COVID outbreak that was sort of publicly announced. I mean, there were people who were saying that they believed they had COVID much earlier uh, than February. 
Uh, they say here it was December 31st, 2019. We started to see it around February. There were people who, who thought they had COVID in, you know, the in late 20, uh, 20, what was it? 20, I'm forgetting what year it was, 2019. And they probably did because COVID is just another, just another modified cold, basically. So who knows where this actually started? Uh, but the the story here: Chinese nationwide are recording just 1,000 new cases nationwide from their popular of, uh, population of 1.4 billion. Wuhan has registered 240 cases over the last two weeks, but that was enough to tip the scales. As 800,000 people in one district were ordered to stay home until at least October 30th. Of course, as we know. These lockdowns tend to go on and on and on. The one earlier this year in uh, China was, you know, months before they finally started letting people out. It was literally something like three months that people had to stay indoors and basically rely not quite on the government to get their food because there were still, quote unquote, whatever the equivalent of a private company is over there that were, you know, running these grocers. Uh, but they were only allowed to deliver to people for a certain period of time per day, and they couldn't deliver it directly to them. They had to leave the food outside of the apartment complex, and then the apartment complex would have one person or two people that were allowed to leave. Of course, everybody's being tested for COVID every single day. Government agents lining up outside, uh, testing people for COVID every single day. So those people, uh, the sort of the designated runners, would go downstairs in their apartment complexes, pick up whatever the food was that was left there, and then distribute it to the people that lived in the apartment complex. So if the food delivery came in at 8 in the morning and the runners weren't allowed to go out until 3 or 4 o'clock in the afternoon, that food was sitting out there, which could have been meat, for instance, was sitting out in the hot sunlight in, in what was 80 degree uh, weather at the time. Today, you were in Manchester, New Hampshire at Concord. the. Oh, Concord. Well, yeah. uh, okay. At NHPR Studios, yeah. apparently. Uh, and this was for a debate that was that was going to happen that surprised. I was surprised to find out, like, people outside of New Hampshire are even paying attention to what's happening here. Because normally I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to bore somebody listening to this show with local politics. And, and even though it's a U.S. Senate race, I, it still seems local to talk about it. But mm-hmm. I was surprised. I was on the phone with a program director today because I've been calling talk radio stations, as I, I you know, normally do. Uh, but I'm trying to get them ready for some end-of-the-year changes that are coming to Free Talk Live. And so this this one station actually was a former talk station or formerly a talk station that – was still kind of showing up on our list. We can audit the satellite system that we're on and see which stations are taking our show so we can tell whether or not we've, you know, we know they're there. Like if we didn't know they were there, but they're taking the show, we can reach out to them and say, hey, thanks for taking Free Talk Live. It'd be great to be able to, you know, acknowledge you officially because right. we have like we have this unlocked um, channel. So any any station can just take our take our content not tell us about it mm-hmm. um so they were on that list but i i knew they probably weren't still running the show but i just still had to call them anyway so anyway i got this guy on the phone and he did confirm yeah they're playing music they're not even a talk station anymore but he asked me about this race and this guy's really? in mississippi mm-hmm. it's like oh who's that general that's running for uh senate up there and i said oh, it's don Bolduck and and he said, well, yeah, I hope he wins or something like that. He's obviously a Republican. It's mm-hmm. talk radio, right? Most of these people are probably Republicans that are running these stations. And 
I wasn't going to get into an argument with the guy or whatever. I just made some general statement about how all politicians are liars. And he said something like, well, yeah, of course, but the other one's a communist. <laughs> and he's talking about the Maggie Hassan, yeah, who's yeah. the Democrat in the race. And it's so like I said, I, I'm not there's no point in getting into a, a, a fight or whatever or an argument with a program director. No one's listening. Right. Like it's right. it's another thing if we have somebody on the show and we can have a discussion or an argument with that person, then at least we have the potential to persuade somebody who's in our audience listening. But so I just kind of let that be. I just thought it was weird that like somebody in Mississippi would even be aware of what was going on in little old new hampshire i think it's probably because they're within a point or two of each other polling now where she used to be i think like six percent ahead of him or something so you think that might be getting some national coverage yeah so now we're a swing election Mm. um you know i know there's a few close ones the one in arizona is close now and so is the one in pennsylvania now after the fetterman debate i don't know if you saw any of that that was incredible no the only debate footage i've seen is a little bit from uh shane hazel the georgia libertarian who just um, did an amazing job it seemed like down there it was i I was amazed they led him into the debate we showed up and there were i don't know 40 or so maybe 50 people Mm -hmm. with these big like uh i don't know five by eight foot uh maggie hassan signs Mm -hmm. and we're like wow that's pretty amazing they're all out here already and then we how early were you this? Uh, we got there around 10 and, it and started, the doors open at 11 and okay. it started at noon and they were already there when you got there yeah okay and so I'll, I'll get to the rest of the story later but um we get there and we have like all these interactions with them and we uh you know at, at actual the, speaking to them yeah well just not really i mean i mean we were speaking to them yeah one-sided okay yeah. got it but what i want to get to first is at the end of this they threw all their signs in one construction van and all Mm -hmm. disappeared at the same time so they were there for when maggie hassan showed up Mm -hmm. and they got a nice picture for social media with all these people's signs supporters and then as soon as that was over they put all their signs into this construction van and then the construction van just drove away and all the people left so wow i I don't think any of them were really you know there just to clarify they were there when she arrived were they there when she exited I don't uh, no. I mean, at least unless they came back. So but, they cleared out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was very strange. There were two. What about the Don Bulldog? Yeah, there were supporters. two of them. Wow. And they were real. And we talked to them and they mm-hmm. were nice. And mm-hmm. the funny thing was, we, you know, all these Maggie Hassett supporters, they were just chanting Maggie, Maggie. That's all they, they said were. the whole time. And so Jeremy and I had a bullhorn and we also had a, uh, a loudspeaker and we right. were walking up and down saying all this stuff and calling them out for claiming that they're democrats but not supporting democracy and then the two republicans that were there they actually said yeah you know what we think this guy should be allowed in the debate so i was saying you guys are being out democracied by a republican you know you're claiming the republicans want to destroy democracy but they're more democratic than you are it was i've actually got a clip of where and i don't know if it happened more than once but joa from breaking the flaw was out there streaming video live uh, there's about a 50-minute long video here, and I'm in about 20, it looks like about 30 minutes in, where Jeremy grabs the microphone, and he goes off on All right, we're, we're, we're here to share the mic. We're wondering, any Democrat want to articulate why libertarians shouldn't be allowed in the debate? You know, I was telling somebody the other day, I went into a gun shop, right? And it turns out the people in there, they're kind of pro-Trumpy, but I was kind of trying to speak some logic to them, pull them into 
you know, more of a liberty mindset. Because Trump did ban guns, uh, uh, bump stocks. Right, yeah. So let, let's be real about Trump, okay? Yeah. Let's not, let's not, you know, kiss the ring too much. And uh, what I was telling them was that one of the most fun things you can do in New Hampshire is attend a Democrat party meeting. And open carry? No, no, oh, okay. no, no, no. We're not going to do that. No, even better. This is what you really do. You dress up in what I call your Vermont costume. So this is like a Woolrich vest with a pair of corduroys and a pair of reading glasses, and you look like a Democrat. And you slide in there, <laughs> and you slide in there, and you know who's going to run the show? It's going to be Zandra Hawkins. That is the person who's running an organization called Granite State Progress. Yeah, and she's, she's not a, a native. She's not, not from a native, New and she's got funding because I think this is Big all time. she does. This is all she does. I don't yeah. think she has a job. I think this is what she does. It is absolutely. She the funding comes from George Soros. Got to. I don't like to say that because then they just accuse us of Coke money. But we don't. I don't think anybody in the Free State Project's ever taken any coke foundation money that i know of anyway but uh you know but i got it she's getting money from somewhere for sure because i don't think she has a normal job and the most fun you can have is pretend to be a democrat and maintain the character the entire time and when she says what good communist idea she's got and she's not pitching them as communists because most of the people at these meetings are like 90 year old democrats who are jeffersonian at heart if you were to dig into them and when she says something that's a little past Jefferson, you stand up and say, well, that's not what Thomas Jefferson would do. And you start going all about Jefferson and all those old mm. people start bobbing their heads up and down. Yeah, the, you know, that's that's how it really ought to be. Why are we why do we want to do this other thing? And it makes Zandra's life really hard when you do that. It's hilarious. <laughs> good fun. Do it. So walking into a crowd like this with all these NPCs, I think the best thing you could do is be a fellow NPC except going around looking at the guy next to you and saying, this is the easiest 300 bucks I ever made getting on that bus up here. <laughs> just to see if they'll yeah. reveal they're yeah, getting paid? They're, yeah, this is the easiest 300 bucks I ever made. And see if any of them say, they gave you 300 bucks? They only gave me 150. Mm-hmm. It's well known that free staters have been joining the Republican Party. They've been running as candidates. They've been winning as Republican candidates for some number of years. But it's less public the number of free staters who are joining the Democrats. And I just, I'm refreshed. I'm pleased to know that this is happening. Even if it's being kept on the down low, which is probably the smartest thing yep. to do, right? They will like, run you out on yeah, a rail. You don't want to go in with your, you know, with free stater name badge to go into a Democrat meeting. Although that could be an approach. I mean, it, it was tried here in Keene like a decade ago, and they literally did. They did refuse them access to the meeting. There was like a guy at the door who refused to allow <laughs> they them ran you out on uh, a rail. To, to come in. Eventually, they had to allow them in because it's a public meeting. These right. are public parties. But you're never going to get anywhere with them. That's the, you, yeah. your, your opportunity to, to win them with sweetness is gone at that point. Right. And what we learned, at least here in Keene, when we did come into the Republican Party, because out here in, in uh, Keene, it's sort of like the, the leftist stronghold here in New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. And the thought was that the Keene Republican Party is weak as hell. Like, because they can't ever, they barely even field candidates to run for office in Keene because they know they're going to lose. So Well, there was that one time they ran that, that uh, transgender, pink-haired, six-foot-tall sheriff's candidate. Yeah, right? yeah, that, there was. They didn't know that she was running. Oh, that's and, right. And she they caught just, him by surprise. And they tried to scramble and replace her at the last yeah. second with some other dude. And she's running, by the way, again for city council, or uh, not city council, uh, state rep. She's running in one of the, the city ward races. Excellent. So she will be on the, on the ballot. For, for state rep in one of the wards of Keene. And you know that upsets them. I'm because sure. Because the Republicans, they, 
my uh, my sort of impression of what they're doing here is they know they're weak. They know they've they're literally dying off. And I suspect that's true of the Democrats. The person writing this didn't get into the demographics, but it would be interesting to ask of the 10 people in the meeting how many of them were under the age of 60. Mm-hmm. Because I suspect it's true of the Democrats as well. If it you, is. If you go to their events, you'll see there's a lot of, a lot of old folks, a lot of old people, and these are the the real ones. Reed, you were talking about the group of people that were chanting Maggie Hassan outside of the debate today, and I would definitely want to get back into that because looking at the video, you can tell these are not mostly old people. Right. These are younger people College with a lot kids of energy. From Massachusetts, yeah. <laughs> Um, but when you actually go to the Democrat meetings, mm-hmm. that's when you see who the real, you know, base level core activists are. So he's saying there was only 10 people at this particular meeting in this town. And the Republican meetings here were pretty similar. They were pretty pathetic. Uh, and, and we thought, oh, well, this won't be hard to get in and kind of, you know, take over. And to be fair, they were very welcoming towards us. Uh, they seemed to be really excited to see somebody under the age of 45 mm-hmm. uh, show up at their meetings. And they weren't even really rude to Aria, at least not to her face. Uh, they certainly some of them were talking behind her back. That much is, is for sure. But uh, they were you know, welcoming. In fact, they even nominated me without me asking. You guys didn't actually go into the debate. Well, a one person did oh really as media he got i forget what his name is but he got in and then um someone else a couple other people including jeremy ran behind maggie hassan into the building and then they were escorted pretty quickly Uh, so uh in in the uh, in the footage here jeremy grabs a microphone you guys are outside of the studios luckily it was a beautiful day so Mm -hmm. it wasn't too, too cold or anything but there's something like 40 or 50 of these maggie hassan supporters all with big campaign issued five foot wide kind of signs that they're holding on to you said they had a photo op with maggie before she went into the door and they are chanting mindlessly. And Jeremy gets on a microphone with, like, you know, some sort of uh, handheld. It wasn't a megaphone. It was like a mic actually hooked up to a yeah, loudspeaker. We had a couple different ones. We had a it megaphone and uh, and what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, this this is better than a megaphone, megaphone because megaphones are just they just don't sound good. It's no, they're kind of tinny. Yeah, they're real tinny. This he, he got a lot more uh, bass in his voice. It sounded a lot better. But even so, at some point in this video, he gets drowned out by the uh, the mindless drones. Many of you are continuing to prove your 85 IQ monkeys. I get it. Keep <laughs> shouting that you're a monkey with no brain inside of your head. That's right. Is there anyone who wants to talk? I'll give you the mic. I'm going to give it to you. You can talk for as long as you like. Talk about why you're supporting Maggie. Anyone want to articulate why they support Maggie? <laughs> I love that. That, that, wasn't one one, that wasn't one of us. No, that was I one of them. question for you. How does it feel to be on... He was trying out his Alex Stein impersonation. <laughs> this woman is shouting her head off. She's trying to actually pull away from Jeremy as he's kind of pointing at her, as he's indicating, uh, as he's speaking to her. And she's just, she isn't even willing to say, get away from me or like she's stop. a bot she just won't stop chanting they're, they're absolute incredible. bots these these people are absolute npcs she doesn't have the thing is you know what i think it is with them i i think that lady whoever she is probably doesn't have a political 
persuasion one way or another. He doesn't really know what's going on. Somebody said, this is the cool thing to do. Let's all get on the bus and take this 100 bucks and go up to New Hampshire for the afternoon. We'll get lunch and come home, have a couple beers. We're on yeah. our way home. And she did it. And then she got confronted by that guy. She wasn't expecting and that. And she's like, oh, my God, what do I do? I'm just going to do what everybody else is doing because I'm a bot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's what happened. That's what you're looking at right there. That is a real life NPC. Absolutely. Like, she's not. She might not even be the kind that got her knowledge from CNN. Thank you for proving once again that all a Democrat can do is spell and barely that. <laughs> Thank you. Is there anyone here capable of expressing an independent thought or referencing uh, any any kind of opinion or idea whatsoever? Who hates freedom? Now, obviously, the the libertarians were the ones who said that one, but you, you can, can hear, hear in the background, background the constant, yeah, yeah. Maggie, if you want to build a wall, can I get a Maggie? <laughs> <laughs> who wants to continue the drug war? Can I get a Maggie? <laughs> Who wants to put as many black and brown people? Now, it would have been interesting if one of them had spoken, because yeah. I would love to, honestly. If you like, stuck that kid, that microphone in my face and said, tell me what you think, I'd grab it yeah, and of course I'd you give you a litany <laughs> five straight minutes long without a breath. I mean, yeah, exactly. I would love to honestly hear one of their responses to any of these points. Talking about the war on drugs, the actual dropping bombs type wars that this woman supports. I mean, all of the things that she supports that supposedly peace-loving Democrats should be against, what do they say to that? I suspect they would just say, well, she's not as bad as Don Bolduck because that's all the Republicans say you know, about yeah. Maggie Hassan. Oh, well, we got to vote for Don Bolduck because he's not Maggie and we can't vote for the Libertarian. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I think he's legitimate jeremy does want to have this conversation he would have had oh, he'd a conversation have a heartbeat. jeremy yeah. will talk to anybody about anything with any one of these people but he was there for how long was this this whole thing oh, we were there two ish hours two hour and, and a half something like that yeah and you guys packed it up after the democrats went home yeah right? we waited so. for don baldick to show up and then after he went in and the debate started, every, everyone was gone, so we just left after that. Yeah, there was an image uh, that was shared on social media of Jeremy shaking Don Bolduc's hand, and uh, Bolduc made some statement about how he supports Jeremy being in the debates, and then, of course, proceeded to do nothing about that. Yeah. Because if he actually... That's what his campaign does. They say, oh, yes, we'll do this, and then... They don't I have some personal experience with that, too. <laughs> well, you got to remember, Bulldog himself is kind of a bot. I mean, that guy yeah. has made a living on just executing or someone else's orders. Here in New Hampshire, not only do you have to collect thousands of signatures, but you also have to separate them by town. And deliver them. <laughs> yeah. And then physically yeah. deliver them to each of the town from which the signatures came. So there's something like 200-something towns in New Hampshire. So if you got signatures from 150 out of the 200-something towns, you literally have to go to every single one of those town clerks. And some of these town clerks are only open on, like, Wednesday from noon to 2, right? Because the town is so small, they don't have the budget to pay a bureaucrat to sit there. And that's a good thing, right, for New Hampshire, right? (laughs) Yeah. but it makes it a little difficult to get the signatures turned in. And then you've got, I think you then have to pick them back up after they've been uh, validated. Like they make third parties jump through ridiculous levels of hoops to get on the ballot. And then to add insult to injury, they're not even allowed to debate. And all NHPR can say is, well, we have our 
debate requirements listed on our website. And I have not reviewed the NHPR requirements. Do you know, Reed, if they are anything like WMUR, where there's I forget. just arbitrary... Yeah, they w- are, though. Yeah, WMUR, which is the main television station up here, they've got a, a set of rest- uh, restrictions, debate requirements, that basically make it so they can set them to exclude whoever they want, which, of course, is always the third party. And I, I guess New Hampshire Public Radio is the same way. It, it should be, if you're on the ballot, you're in the debate. And instead, their their restrictions are like, oh, well, you need to have a significant level of fundraising, whatever that means. right? So whatever they say it means, whatever is convenient for them. Oh, well, that's not significant. You've raised a half a million dollars? Well, that's not significant enough. Oh, you've raised a million this, this time around? Nope. Still not significant enough. That kind of thing. They can just, they can pull that kind of weaselly crap yep. to keep people out of the debates. So that's what was going on this uh, this morning. They were keeping Jeremy Kaufman out. There were uh, dozens of quote-unquote supporters of Maggie Hassan, who was the Democrat. The Republican guy, Don Bolduck, only had two people show up, and there were about 10 to 15 uh, liberty activists, libertarians, that showed up. So that must have been a, a nice feeling, actually having more people show up organically because it was pretty clear this Hassan thing wasn't organic. I think there were maybe three Hassan people who were organic. So we had more supporters than both campaigns How could combined. you tell the organic Hassan supporters? Were they the elderly they uh, people? They stuck around after everyone threw their signs uh, in. The oh, they the didn't van. know when to leave. They yeah. weren't in on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. One's great place. No All right, so no. this guy, by the way, he's wearing no more war. He's wearing a mask, of no. course, no which also a lot of the um, sign-holding Democrats weren't wearing masks. I noticed just that. a couple, yeah. And again, that, that again suggests that they aren't true believers. Exactly. They're not like this guy. No. Oh, hey, look at this no. gentleman. Gentlemen, why are you wearing the mask? Is it to signal uh, a public lack of intelligence? You want people to just kind of know that you're not all there mentally and you just like to advertise it does he speak back because i can't i don't remember him speaking at all yeah you're you're right next to this guy so uh you would have heard it um for anyone who watches this video i want you to know that you do not belong in new hampshire you should leave there are many other places that you can live it's going to get increasingly uncomfortable for you if you stay here if you're a friend of this man Things are getting worse for you. He's Things filming on his phone right now, yes. just in case you're, you're listening. Yeah, so. he's silently uh, <laughs> holding his phone. He does also appear to have a nice-looking still camera as well. To get worse, you have no path to victory. It is time for you to leave. Join or die. Okay, <laughs> on Minecraft. Okay. <laughs> so can you explain the on Minecraft reference? Yeah, so... Whenever someone says something that's a little too fed posty that sounds like it's a threat or, you know... Right, he wasn't actually threatening this old man. Exactly. You just say, oh, in Minecraft. But, I mean, that's more for, like, (laughs) you know, if you said we we should go to some federal building and do something that you're not supposed to do, and then you say, in Minecraft, Minecraft, of course, you know. (laughs) I've never heard that before, but I like it. Yeah. Now, uh, what he's doing here is he's pointing out an important fact, and that is that more liberty activists, people that, that value freedom, are coming here to New Hampshire. Uh, they're making the move here. And uh, reads your case, you actually were born in New Hampshire, you left, and now you're back. Yep. And it was the activism from many of the free staters, many of the liberty activists here that convinced you to return to your home state. 
Uh, but that counts. Yep. And uh, Matt, you moved here from New York most of a decade, I think over a decade yeah, ago no, now, right? 2012? 2013. Do you have any questions, sir? it's so fascinating it's like i want to study them psychologically like what's going on in there like what's going on (laughs) okay so i gotta describe what he's doing as he's saying this so jeremy's kind of like bending over the man is shorter than than jeremy and so ben jeremy's kind of like bending over at the waist and kind of looking at him from below and trying to get like different vantage points on this person who's just kind of standing there quietly so it's it's just kind of a. it must have been pretty threatening the towering behemoth that is jeremy coffin (laughs) What's going on in there, sir? What's going on in that head of yours? <laughs> Do you have the ability to speak? Are you mute as well? Yeah, capture this for like, later. What's going on? Just, it's so interesting. Make Earth cool again. It's so interesting. Can I ask you what? Okay, is he referencing a clothing item that when he what says he make, Earth, say, make, he says Earth, make Earth cool again? <clears throat> oh, that's what it said on his hat. His hat. Yeah. Okay. That's all you get from this guy is the, the, you know, the thing on his hat. That's the only expression that this man, uh, this mystery man in the mask, is giving. He's not going to have a conversation. He doesn't want to have any kind of intellectual discussion. Well, he believes in science, you know, and that's why he's keeping his mask on and keeping and his mouth socially shut. distant. Yeah. And he's, I would say that's a climate change-based yeah. hat, right? Obviously, Keep, yeah. you know, okay. Make, make Earth cool again? Yeah, instead of, you know, global warming or whatever. All right. Media you consume, sir. I ask you how you shape your worldview. You know, remember when the climate freaks were all worried about an ice age back in the mm-hmm. 70s yep yeah they were against making earth cool at that time right right same people different yeah. I- different idea he was now. probably 30 back then right same guy uh, going on can i ask you anything can you speak man it's like you break these people's brains like it's just there's you break their brains to the point that they're like not human and i don't know where you go from here Right, because he's like basically not a human being. I don't want to hurt him, but how can there be any interaction? It's not. You keep. Not, it's like we're different species. You repeat like, the word Maggie all the time. Yeah, I don't understand where we go. Like I could talk to anyone. Sorry, I mean, you're you asking know? him questions. He's already said the one word he knows. Yeah, Maggie, so, so. I, you know. But I, I'm glad he made the video. Hopefully, I'll share it with his friends. At this point, the man looks over his shoulder and notices he's the only one left. <laughs> And then he oh just God. turns around and This walks is proof away. that he wasn't in on the whole right. thing because he didn't get the memo like, hey, once she goes in, we put the signs away and then we all go back to Connecticut. You right. know, he was not in on that. So then he takes off. That's pretty much, I think, the end of the clip here. Um, because I think his friends need to be, get that message one way or another. How sad. That's it. That is like yeah. the most pathetic thing I've ever seen. <laughs> When the Democrats in downtown Keene did their anti-free state protest, which I think, didn't you drop by that at one point? Um, Or maybe you didn't. I can't remember. There were like 30 Democrats, and I think most of them were legit because they were the elderly folks that Mm -hmm. would normally go to the the Democrat meetings around here. And I did recognize some some of them as well. Um, there were 30 Democrats that went down to Keene Central Square this summer, and they did an anti-free state project protest. And this was like the biggest anti-free state project protest they had done because they tried them in other cities and they only got like four or five or three people to come out in other places in new hampshire but Keene, you know where the free staters have had the largest longest most you know impactful uh existence 
there was a large number of people that came out to this event and Joa showed up and did this sort of infiltration that you're talking about. He went over, acted like he was one of them. They gave him one of their anti-FSP signs and he stood there alongside of the road with them. And he would say sometimes silly things to them that weren't real clear. He has a whole video where you can really kind of watch how he went about this. Uh-huh. He would he would. He would say things to kind of try to troll them into into saying interesting things you wouldn't expect them to. And eventually he ended up changing his opinion in the middle of the event and joining the Free Staters. He, like, <laughs> uh, he got angry at them or whatever or something happened and then he revealed you know his true colors. But um, your idea is an interesting one, Matt, to just kind of go in there and pretend like you're one of them. Stick with the part. Yeah. Stay, go, stick with it through the whole Go, go the distance yeah. and you might even be able to carry it on. You might even be able to find uh, who's signing paychecks. Did you or someone you love work, live, or serve at Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1988? If you or someone you know lived, served, or worked at Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1988 and has cancer, Parkinson's disease, or another serious health issue, they are entitled to compensation. To see if they are eligible, they need to call Liberty Legal. Contaminants in the drinking water have led to these serious diseases and legislation is now available for for veterans and family members who may qualify for financial help from the government. There may be a time deadline, so don't wait. Call 888-918-1037. Anyone that has lived, worked, or served at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1988 and has had cancer, Parkinson's disease, or another serious health issue, the money is already set aside. 888-918-1037. I hate going to these places where people are just constantly chanting. I hate chanting in general. Like, I don't like it when the libertarians chant. I don't like it when anybody chants. Because to me, it just seems so mindless. There's somebody who starts the chant, and then everybody else joins in. And it's just, it's the definition of you aren't thinking. Yeah, you know, one of the most fun versions of that I've ever been to, I did go to one that was kind of promising once, and it was uh, it was in Albany, New York in 2012. It was right after the passage of the SAFE Act, and they had all these, you know, Republican politicians climbing up on the podium in front of the New York State House in Albany, Gross. and yeah, it was horrible, and there was, well, I was trolling the cops when I was there. It was absolutely great time. There were, you know, horse-mounted cops, and they were fun to, you know ask about yeah you can make your fun at these events uh, it, was, for sure. it was delicious good fun i want to talk about what i actually said to them but if you can hear your own thoughts because you're not just yeah. completely drowning in these chants yeah. well in this particular uh chant it was one of these politician ladies got up and just started reciting we the people we the people over <laughs> and over again and the guys were looking around there's like you know 500 gun owners standing around looking at each other like we the people we the people okay yeah so are we done yet can we, can we stop and she never really managed to to rally the chant because mm. these gun owners are just like oh so it didn't get it, it didn't, didn't get off the it ground didn't, it didn't take uh, so and that's it was, always embarrassing it was super and she kept going and they're, and they're like okay all right everybody all at once say it like three times so she'll shut up and you know kinda, really yeah wow she didn't have a speech ready i guess so it's tiresome uh, going to these events with these mindless chants going on. 
every now and then somebody like Vermin Supreme will come along and like inject some fun. At least he'll have something to chant that's kind <laughs> of entertaining or something like that. But it just really uh, is is frustrating because you can't have a conversation with these people. You guys tried for upwards of an hour, it looked like, to actually get somebody to have a conversation. It wasn't until the Democrats left that conversation was actually had there were two republicans who were left they were the the people supporting don bolduck who actually were willing to have a conversation now we still don't agree with what they had to say either uh but at the very least they were willing to talk and that's how if you're gonna build a bridge that bridges are built but the fact that both sides are just constantly chanting at one another at these events because like i said before if there were 40 or even 15 or 20 republicans they would have been chanting don bolduck right back at the maggie what happened to us two weeks earlier as a libertarian it is hilarious good fun to take part in activism in this state to get out and to take part in stuff like this oh, with I like wish Jeremy I was today. I this mean, this was the most fun I've had in years. It <laughs> is a ball. A blast. Doing the thing I was talking about earlier, like dressing up like a Democrat and attending a Democrat meeting and mm-hmm. playing the role and being one of them and, mm-hmm. and just and and defying Zandra Hawkins when she's trying to push communism on these, you know, eighty year olds that are giving her a hundred bucks a, a pop or whatever. Um Listen, it, that's fair. It's a great time. Move to New Hampshire yeah. just to do that and, on a regular basis. It's yeah, and then we it. have the primaries with the presidential campaign. Oh, we it, have all this First of the Nation. Oh my place. God. It is absolutely <laughs> fantastically good times. And you have these town halls with forty people where, you know, Ron DeSantis might have a town hall and only 38 people are there because you're in, you know, sandwich or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. He probably would do better than that. Like these people, it always surprises me how many people will come out for these boring political. Although events. sometimes, though, man, if you're in the right town, someone really famous will be here and you and can, you can actually go shake their hand. Yeah. It's crazy. Yo, remember, didn't Garrett Ian do the uh, who was the guy? Have you ever looked up Santorum in the it was Rick Santorum? I was think it, I asked him that. Oh, was it you? I, I think more than one of us. I think more than one of us. Did you ever uh, look up your own name in the dictionary? Yeah, that's an What'd old you ask joke. him? So if you go back, this was the 2012 election. This uh, Rick Santorum yeah, character yeah. was running. And at the time, there was this meme that if you searched for Santorum in on Google, it would come up with something dirty that we can't talk no, about on the radio. Yeah. If you go back and watch the old YouTube videos, they're all still online somewhere, and they're worth. Let's like, just say it involved up. fecal matter mm-hmm. uh, and something maybe and some homosexual. Re- reproductive liquid. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. so like it was pretty <laughs> gross, and we it was such a large meme. We kind of figured he must have known about uh-huh. it, like that there was a chance that he had some awareness of this, like presumably he would have googled himself right because he's a politician so he's self-absorbed so at some point he's probably seen this results for his own name and so when he was coming up to the library we he was going to speak at the the public library here in Keene, and there's only two ways or at least at the time there were only two ways in or out so we had people at the front we had people at the back and he came in uh, the back entrance, and I was back there, and I said, hey, Rick, have you ever Googled yourself on video? So it was just one of those fun little moments where he had some – he stumbled over whatever the answer was that he spit out of his mouth uh, as he ran inside uh, the door to get away from us. There was, all, there was no one there for that because if there were any fans there for Rick, they were all out front. Jessica calling from Missouri. She's a listener to KICK. Go ahead, Jessica. I would like to know, because I don't watch television news, it's like, remember back in around 2017, 
shortly after Trump became president, I think it was around the 4th of July, he wanted a military parade. Did he ever get his wish? I don't, I don't think, think they did. ever did that. Yeah, I do remember that. but I, don't I forgot all about that until she just yeah, said that. But I, now looking back, on, I don't think it ever happened. Yeah, well, just like a tin pot dictator. Yeah, it definitely it's sounded like, like something that you would hear from Trump. I, I vaguely recall that happening as well. And Trump was very <laughs> tin pot dictating. Was it 2017 yeah. or 2018? I thought that was in 2018, but yeah. It might have been. I don't remember what year it was shortly after he became king. Why, why do you bring it up? Were you just curious to see if anybody yeah, else was aware I, I just of it? Never, I mean, I never heard, you know, and mm-hmm. I just wondered if you guys knew. Yeah, you that if that happened, the mainstream media would have put it all oh, over yeah. the place. You wouldn't have been able to get away from it. <laughs> Trump throws his own parade headline, you know, big headlines. That'd be ever, it'd be everywhere. Jessica, anything else you want to share tonight? Yeah, um, about Mr. DeSantis in Florida. It's like that guy. He doesn't. He doesn't give you know, a darn about um, anyone's civil rights or liberty. All he cares about is becoming president. Yep. And whatever yeah. it takes to get there, he'll do. He yep. just cares about Rick DeSantis. He just screams of phony. Just every time I every time I see him, every time I hear him, all I hear is phony baloney. I I, got, I can't disagree with you at all. In fact, I, I learned some stuff from Reed about this guy. I think it was last week where you told me I didn't even know. Apparently, he was like a uh, U.S. representative mm-hmm. at one point, and Reed looked into his voting record and said he's absolutely terrible. I can imagine. We're seeing this. Uh, voter, this kind of standard, uh, what's the term the libertarians use? The wasted voter syndrome Mm -hmm. is alive and well. And I'm sure you've heard it, Reed, being out and about at these events where the Republicans are desperate to get the libertarians to vote for their guys. So they're showing up in like uh, libertarian chat rooms and in Mm -hmm. real life at libertarian events. And they're trying to bring out that whole wasted vote syndrome, which, of course, is... You know, sort of uh, the definition of that is, oh, well, if you vote for the libertarian, you're wasting your vote. You need to vote for our guy, because if you don't vote for the Republican, then the the communists win. Or if the Democrats are trying the same approach, it's, oh, if you don't vote for the Democrat, then the warmongering Republicans will win. And it's like, it doesn't matter if you vote for either of these two parties. If you're not voting for what you believe in, then you're truly wasting your vote. Yeah. No, I mean, that's what I would always tell people. I would feel that I wasted my vote if I voted for someone who wants to go to war or, you know, wants to imprison peaceful people or whatever. I mean, it <laughs> isn't that isn't it? Uh, if you if you spend money on a product that you ultimately don't want, isn't that wasted money? So wouldn't it be the same way with a vote if you vote for someone who doesn't do what you want them to do? Seems well, like it's a wasted vote. To but me. they would say, Reed, that, you know, your guy's not going to win. That's true, but uh, I don't know. I almost, <laughs> you know, when people blame you for, um, you know, when people blame you for not voting for someone, I, I always feel like that that's reverse logic. Um, if somebody wins who you voted for and then they do a bunch of bad stuff, that's the only way I can see that you're partially responsible. You've you know? got blood on your hands, yeah, literally. A little, yeah, <laughs> that's the only way I ever look at it. Like, I... I'll admit I voted for Maggie Hassan in 2016 because I thought she was better than 
Ayotte, I think her name was, Kelly okay. Ayotte. Who was a former attorney general. I mean, yeah, you know, who was awful. And was I, an awful I, nightmare. I think I actually still think that, that Maggie Hassan's a little bit better than her. Could be. But I don't feel good about that vote now. Right. <laughs> I mean, there I probably actually, was a libertarian in that race. I don't there probably was. was I just don't remember. Let's go to the phones here. Major Payne is on the line in Michigan. Go ahead, Major. My God, I was already playing with two balls, and you guys gave me three to juggle, and he just threw another one in the middle. Don't get any more Um, dirty than that on the radio, Major. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I I know, I know. As far as the uh, bombs in in Russia and whatnot, they've been accusing Ukraine of getting ready to blow up what they call a dirty bomb, which is a standard projectile with nuclear waste in it. Mm -hmm. Well, now they're saying that, oh, well, Russia's going to do it. They're, they're, they, but yeah, all but sides what, but, are pointing fingers at one another over this dirty bomb thing. Yeah, well, you think about it. I, I am, I'm going to accuse my enemy of doing what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. The same right. thing goes on in politics all the time. But uh, before I get into what I called you about, Ian, my grandmother and my father, as far as I know, only had one political conversation that he enlightened me upon. And one of your earlier callers triggered the thought. Mm-hmm. And she says to him, Better to the devil you know than the devil you don't. I mean, there is an argument for that. <laughs> but uh, oh, what was it? I, what was it? I reason? Oh, the the uh, the libertarian thing. Um, I've been a registered independent my whole life, mm-hmm. and I'm just curious if you know where and if you can register as an independent. Because it seems to me, with all the political as an independent or as a libertarian. Well, either, because you have to have political power to get standing. Mm-hmm. You know, standing is a hell of a word. You can't hardly get it. I've I tried to get standing in the court. I actually tried to get, uh, what do they call it, hybrid counsel, where I could sit second chair to my lawyer, and I was kiboshed. And actually, they uh, they stopped letting you have access to uh, the law library in federal prison. Mm-hmm. Because of what I did. So, Major, to answer your question, yeah, I've been beaten with duty, man. To answer your question, the answer is uh, it depends. Uh, can you register as a libertarian in Michigan? I am not sure. An initial quick search suggests that you cannot. Um, but That's that would. That would just depend on the state. In New Hampshire, at this time, you cannot register as a libertarian. You can only choose between three different options in New Hampshire. There's Republican, Democrat, and uh, what they call undeclared. So it has been possible to register as a libertarian at rare times in the past. In 2018, I was a registered libertarian. And then the Libertarians lost ballot access because they had gained it in 2016 because there's a rule in New Hampshire. And again, all these rules are different in every state. So you know, just because I'm telling you what the case is in New Hampshire doesn't mean that's true in, in Michigan where you are. But in New Hampshire, well, as, as an independent here, I can't vote in primary. Yeah, that's one difference is we can, as, a, as an undeclared can, um, person, you can vote in one of the party primaries. You get to choose. Sarah is on the line in New Mexico. You're on Free Talk Live. I'm really bummed out that we ha- we had two uh, bus lines close to my house, like a um, quarter mile, and then one of them is going to be pulled out. So, so I'm kind of bummed out. So um, does that mean you have to walk more? Well, I I I have no idea what the new they're going to keep the there there was 
two, like number 37 and 36. So they're going to run the other one coming from downtown to out um, more frequently or something like that. But they're going to stop the one going. Okay, so just to clarify, you're upset because you're going to have one bus line instead of two. But the one bus line will be coming more often. Supposedly, instead of like every hour, they're going to have it every 30 minutes, Monday through Friday or Saturday. So I have no so idea. So you're actually what going to get better service from the one bus line, and you're upset hmm. about it. Well, you know, I, 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 I'm hearing about it. I don't know exactly what they're going to do. What's the bus cost these to... days? Well, right now it's for free <laughs> in um, Albuquerque. How is that? But, <laughs> Subsidies, of course. How else? Probably the federal government or something like that. I mean, how yeah, else could it be? You know, they're well, not advertisers. I, mean, I mean, if they're advertiser supported, you know, that's not covering the entire bus line. So it's got to be a subsidization. Yeah, so but it's going to change because uh, you have to be, um, you got to have ID for three years. If you, you have, have to have ID. ID. To, is this, well, they want to know who you are. Hold on, just to clarify, you get free bus access if you show your ID, and then if you don't, you have to pay? No, it's going to change in January. We've had so many problems. Uh, Shoplifters are using the buses. They're using it as a dope deal. Uh, when all the free people. We have Chuck. He's in Washington State listening to K-Talks. Go ahead, Chuck. Yeah, uh... Earlier uh, this hour, you all were talking about these uh, uh, congressional districts and the hyper-partisan uh, rah-rah groups that get out there and yeah. uh, all that. Well, it just so happens uh, I'm here at uh, Lower Columbia College in Longview, Washington, where uh, there's a governor, or I'm sorry, a congressional, mm-hmm. third congressional district uh, debate happening between Joe Kent, who's uh, the Republican candidate, and uh, Maria. I'm sorry, Marie uh, Perez, the Democratic candidate. Uh, it's a pretty big deal here because the third congressional district did have the uh, outgoing representative Jamie Herrera Butler, who was the Repu- one of the Republicans that voted to impeach Donald Trump. Okay. So why I'm here right now is I'm expecting you know Proud Boys to show up or the Boogaloo's or some kind of uh, you know Antifa. I don't know. But there hasn't been all that. Hmm. There's been a uh, just a cool bunch of people that like to uh, watch a political debate, and there has been a hell of a lot of interest here. I've been seeing elect local elected officials show up to uh, watch, but uh, nothing too crazy. Uh, nothing. Uh, so you've called to nothing. report to us that there's nothing going on. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. I thought you might appreciate that, uh, man. You're saying the they're street, not even uh, they're not there's no mindless chanting going on outside of your debate. There was, there was, there was, but that was only the raw raw group that was out there uh, when one of the candidates showed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, was it the I mean, Democrat? No, no, the Republican. Okay, yeah, like I said, it's either or or both. They're always doing this crap. Rodney, you're on yeah, the air. Hello. Yes, sir. Um, I had two questions. Um, all of the illegals that they've let in uh, to over the border since President Biden became president, uh-huh. um, I understand that's a violation. Only the of people the that, just to clarify, you, you're only referring to people that cross the border without permission under Biden. You're not including the ones during Trump? Correct. Okay, that's go ahead. Correct. What about him? It's, it, 
it's my it's my understanding that to let the way they've let them in the illegals it's a violate i've heard and understand that it's a violation of the constitution and you've heard that point Yes. Okay, is but that, you haven't actually read the Constitution yourself to know. I, no, I, no, I've just heard that. I, maybe you can correct okay. me or say what, one way or the other. Another thing is another reason that I believe that Biden has let all these, I don't know, however however many million it is now into the country, because in the past, the, 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 the uh, immigrants, so-called, are allowed to vote somehow. Uh, that's why I think <laughs> something ser- seriously needs to be done about the... Uh, voting system which we had so many problems with in what would you like to see done well well sir something but something. The, 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 the illegals illegals voting is wrong um all right it, well i'll tell you what uh, i want to continue this conversation rodney so just hang on where are you calling from by the way west virginia all right rodney in west virginia stand by we're going to con- continue here the constitution doesn't even talk about immigration Okay, okay, well, okay, what about... Did you the, know that, the, Rodney, that, that that when the United States was founded, the people who founded it, the people who wrote the Constitution, they did not even consider the idea of restrictions on immigration. They have paragraphs about naturalization, which is different mm-hmm. than immigration. No, I mean Ill, Ill, illegal immigration. Were, no, it didn't even address through? immigration. So if it didn't address immigration, oh. there was no illegal immigration back then. Okay, well, let me ask you. The, okay, well, I stand Can you correct, believe that? What, well, sir, I trust, I trust what you're saying is accurate. But isn't uh, that shocking? Like, they actually believed that people could come to a place without asking for permission. That was the vision for what the United States was supposed to believe. It, would be, it was supposed to be this free place where people could mm-hmm. actually come here and not have to ask some bureaucrat if they could do so, pay ridiculous fees, fill out reams of paperwork and then grovel in front of some you know unelected or unaccountable bureaucrats to be allowed to come to a place which is what they have to do now in order to be quote-unquote legal from her beacon hand glows worldwide welcome her mild eyes command the air-bridged harbor that twin cities frame keep ancient lands your storied pomp cried cries she with silent lips give me your tired your poor your huddled masses yearning to breathe free the wretched refuse of your teeming shore send these the homeless tempest tossed to me i lift my lamp beside the golden door that is on the don't tell don't uh, oh sorry roddy where is that from uh, I'll take your answer on that one. <laughs> yeah, I, okay. I gave it away. It's the Statue of Liberty. The Statue of Liberty. That's yeah. about half the poem, but that's the, uh, I, the, I, the important I've part. I've even been to the Statue of Liberty. And I, I didn't recall. I read it, but I didn't recall. It's been so many years. Yeah. But uh, what 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 about the, the, the people that come across that are unregistered that come across the border and vote in the United States. I've heard that incredible reports about they even they even let them vote in past years. Is that true or not true? I mean, I don't have all the evidence from every voting precinct in every state, but it seems it seems just unbelievable. To yeah, me. and and honestly, Rodney, the way I see it, I think there are easier ways to cheat an election than to go around asking people to vote that are you know. Illegals. Oh yeah. Well, I we, mean, how we, we are, are they doing it? What yeah. is the supposed method for them to do this? Well, the ballot uh, box dumping and all of that went on the last election, according to what I believe were credible reports around. The what does that have states. to do with the immigrants? Nothing. Most of the people that were voting either didn't exist or they were dead. 
<laughs> You're talking about mm-hmm. people been dead for ten years or they've been voting. It happens every election. Oh no, I'm talking about living people. You know, uh, that's my understanding. I've heard what I thought were, were credible reports back over the years where they even let them vote uh, that come up across the border without even being registered or anything. You just listened to the new extended Free Talk Live Daily Digest. We felt this format was more appropriate for our podcast audience and decided to make it our official podcast. If you subscribe to the Daily Digest or full episode RSS feeds, please resubscribe to the main FTL podcast feed, which you can find at feeds.freetalklive.com. The other feeds rely on a third-party service, and though they'll have the same content, we can't be sure how long they'll stay online. If you still want the entire radio show, you can listen live every night from 7 to 10 Eastern at freetalklive.com. Full video archives are at video.freetalklive.com or tune into our 24-7 stream for the latest show at listen.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live's amps will continue to receive the full two-hour radio show with no recorded commercials via podcast through Patreon. So please join amps.freetalklive.com for just $5 a month. Thank you for listening to and sharing Free Talk Live.